Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Hardwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. Know me, know the voice, know guys. Me, really real, villain real, too rough from Virginia here at your service. And we are coming off yet another winning day. Had a come to earth day. I think it was the day before that or the day, something like that. Two days ago. Don't really remember. But we're back with another winning day. Two and one on yesterday's slate. We cash. The Kings plus seven. They made it a game late. Steph with a terrible timeout just kind of helped give us the momentum to make sure that we secured. We weren't trying to wait on free throws or nothing and that we secured that plus seven at the end. And we had the over in the Hawks and the Celtics game. Hawks and Celtics goes over 231 and a half. We cash that rather easily. Celtics do end up getting the win and cover. They have a commanding 3-1 lead heading back to Boston. And Hawks plus two and a half for the series looking in doubt right there. I know people are like, oh, are you going to stop hating on the Celtics? You're stopping hating on the Celtics. Well, I'm just here to tell you that. I'm not going to, so quit asking. Thank you very much, Nick Saban, and they are helping saying that, that I don't care. I'm full-fledged, ready to go in on Atlanta to win game five and not only cash that bet, but to cash my plus two and a half bet. Let's go, Atlanta. Come on. I need you. All right. Loss, Kevin Herter. I took a shot, said that there's no way he could be bad four games in a row. One for four. Still pretty bad. Yeah, and that was a bad call by me. But, you know, took my shot on a player. Probably should have took it on King and Murray because King and Murray had some rough games, and he actually had the good game. So, you know, it is what it is. Lose there. Two in one day, still profitable day, up a unit or so, whatever, however you decide to bet, but you're up some. Hmm. Okay. We have two games to talk about today. Um, since it's just two games, I'm going to sit here and talk about them. And then let you know what I actually am going to get down on in the games. But as of right now, time of recording, we have the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat. The Heat lead series 2-1. Milwaukee is a minus 7.5 point favorite on the road. 219 is the total. Big news that everybody needed to know is that Giannis is expected to play today. So we will get the, the return of Giannis Antetokounmpo today. Well, I look here and I see, let me just see if I can get updated to make sure I'm not tripping on Miami's injury report. So yeah, Giannis is in, Wesley Matthews is out for Miami, Jimmy Butler is questionable, Bam Adebayo is probable, Nikola Jovic is questionable actually, and then you know you're not going to see Victor Oladipo or Tyler Hero. So... The first thing that comes to mind when I saw this game is one zigzag theory and just saying that, you know, the adjustments come in for the losing team, they make adjustments when the game. And then, you know, that's how zigzag theory goes. The adjustments come in and then they end up winning the next game. And the three times that these two teams have played this year without Giannis the Miami Heat have won every single game. Ironically, every game, every one of those games was in Miami. But the Miami Heat have won every single game that Giannis has not played against these two teams. 
and count game one. So it was like six minutes. He played like six minutes. So you count game one. They're really four and oh without Giannis. No, four and one without Giannis because they lost that second game. But in Miami, they're three and oh. So home game, Miami three and oh. They're four and one without Giannis versus the Milwaukee Bucks this season. But on the other side of the coin, in the two times that Giannis has played four games against the Bucks, they have beaten them 123-115 in Milwaukee and 128-99 in Milwaukee. So covering this number in both of those games, actually. <sighs> so... My original thought of this game was I kind of wanted to lean under on the total, but the fact that we have uh, six straight overs between these two has really just swayed me off any like that. When we had earlier, we called for the under. What was that in game one, game two? No, it was game two. We called for the under in game two, and it went abs shot. It skyrocketed over. I really haven't been interested in taking an under with this. If I did take an under, it would be Miami team total under, but that's about it. I think that this is the Milwaukee Bucks making adjustments and being able to say that we can absolutely destroy this team. We understand we're the much better team. Another score down for the Miami Heat. They lose Victor Oladipo, so now they're down Oladipo, down Tyler Hero. You may or may not have Jimmy Butler. And I would be – I wonder what message that sends if Jimmy Butler doesn't play today. Like, does it send, like, okay, we feel confident with this being a 2-2 series. You have home court. We can be able to handle it from there. Mm. So I expect Jim Butler to play because I think this is a must-win game for them. I think that they know that this gives – this is a whole – excuse me. This is a brand-new series if Milwaukee goes back to Milwaukee with 2-2. I still think Milwaukee gets it done. I know they killed us last time, but I, I'm, I feel confident Milwaukee coming back here and get it done with Giannis in the lineup. And just that they are going to be able to score the basketball. And the scoring is going to be at a level that I'm not quite certain that Miami can keep up with. And so uh, this feels very chalk, but I have two chalk bets here. We're going to take my uh, Milwaukee minus seven and a half. Uh Yeah, we're going to take them. We're going to take the full game. Minus seven and a half. Uh, well, I don't know. that. Last time I said that it was a chalky play and we did that, we ended up losing. You know what? I was on the NBA show, NBA Gambling Podcast, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. If you haven't tapped into that, make sure you tap into that show. Especially if you're listening to me here, you got to listen to me on that show as well. So, Moonoff really sold me on Milwaukee getting out and starting early. So let's take Milwaukee, but let's take Milwaukee in the first quarter. First quarter minus seven, two and a half. Minus two and a half in the first quarter. Milwaukee gets out to a strong start, on, especially on the road. I think that scoring can be an issue for the uh, Miami Heat, especially because I just think of when you start getting into their bench rotation, you're, you're losing guys. Like you're losing, you know, 
no Tyler Hero anymore. So now you're losing that. You lost uh, what's his name to the starting lineup. You know, Max Struess is now in the starting lineup. And so, you know, that's another scorer. Now you're kind of depending on Duncan Robinson. Can Duncan Robinson get going off the bench? Can Kyle Lowry get going off the bench? You lost Victor Oladipo, who was a solid scorer. Caleb Martin's been having some good. So you have some names that you're looking out for, but are those guys going to be able to step up and consistently contribute to scoring during the course of this game? I'm not certain. And so, matter of fact, we might as well go first half. That way we know we're getting that bench production in there as well because the starters could play majority of the first quarter and, you know, nobody would bat an eye. So let's go Milwaukee first half. First half minus four and a half. That's the play I'm going to do. Yeah, that's the that, that feels good because I feel like I'm getting bench runs by Bobby Portis and Pat Kyneson and – Joe Ingles, all these other guys coming off the bench for the Milwaukee Bucks. Jay Crowder's been in this series some. Like I feel like I'm getting, I can get runs from those guys as well, and that can really, really help us in the second quarter level of scoring as well and give Milwaukee more chances to have those big, big runs and build a lead. So, all right, Milwaukee minus four and a half first half. That's how I want to play I'm also going to lock into the full game and on a total, but I'm just going to take Milwaukee's side because I think Milwaukee's going to score. It's been scoring this series nonstop. I mean, these are historically, not historically, but over the past few years, really good defenses, and they haven't been able to step up in this series. So Milwaukee's team total is at 113.5. I think they've been over that every game, but last game where they got blew out. Yeah, so they had 138 in the second meet in game two, 117 in game one. Looking at the season, 128, 123, and those are two games with Giannis. So, yeah, give me the Milwaukee Bucks team total over 113 and a half as well. So two plays in that first game that I can 100% lock down on right now. I don't have a number for him, but I love Bobby Portis today. Coming off the bench, going up against who? <laughs> who's like who's in that, you know, when they, he starts running with playing against the twos, Bobby Portis is a monster because there's really never anybody to actually truly challenge him, and he can put up – solid box score and the books just keep keeping his number low because he's coming off the bench but it's like he doesn't meet much resistance so uh i mean where's the center depth on this team like maybe zeller maybe some haywood highsmith but he's six four like I know it's not going to be Udonis Aslam. <laughs> I know Yurtsevin hasn't been playing much at all. So, I mean, there's not really any resistance for Bobby Porter's coming off of the bench. And so I think Bobby Porter's has another solid game. I expect to see his points prop at around 10 and a half, maybe. I'll take the over on that. So really three plays. Two that I can lock in now, but I'll probably add the Bobby Porter's play. I'm not going to hold you. So, Okay. That's it for that game. Let's talk about 
game number two, we have the Memphis Grizzlies going to play the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers lead the series 2 1. Series uh, we have for the spread open up at four now at four and a half for the Lakers, minus four and a half for the Lakers. 221 and a half is the total. And it looks like we have a rather clean injury report here. You know, LaRuvia is out. He's been out for a while. Clean for the Lakers. So there's a lot of ways to look at this game. Um, I actually lean Memphis on the side. And I just think that is, again, zigzag theory here. I think Memphis actually can keep this in, in a one-score game. Like, this can be a one, two, three-point game. Memphis loses very, you know, or they even go out here and get an outright win. Like, I think Memphis understands that they have to score if they want to win. And the bench production that they've been getting has been inconsistent where they have to figure out ways. Tyus Jones to get the bench unit rolling. He's been a really, like, he's one of the best backup point guards in the league. I am feel pretty confident in saying he's one of the best backup point guards in the league. And so he's able to, can he help get those bench guys to response, get them rolling, keep the offense going when, you know, John Morant, Desmond Bain, uh, Triple J come off the floor? And that's really what's going to limit the Lakers' runs. Because you, you see the Lakers... Rui Hachimura has been having an amazing series. Like they're they're getting production from other guys, so it looks like this is the time Memphis needs to try to get those production from other guys too. Which is why I kind of slightly lean to the over two twenty one and a half. I'm not really there to place either one of those bets. Honestly, the only bet that I like is another one that we talked about on the NBA Gambling Podcast earlier, and that's steals and blocks for Jaron Vanderbilt. I see it at plus 112 now, over one and a half steals and blocks. He had five in game three, and he was in foul trouble the whole game, only played 21 minutes. He had five. Game before that, he had three. And so I think the Lakers and all of us and a lot of people that are really watching basketball understand how good of a defender he is, how good he is. Uh, being able to take guards, like guard guards out in the perimeter and be able to keep up with them inside the paint, how good he is, being able to defend inside the paint as well. Everybody's been talking about how good AD's been good defensively, but no, Vanderbilt's been just as good as well. So I like Vanderbilt's chances to just be active, have active hands, and just disrupt everything that Memphis is trying to do, especially with the people that try to get switches on him with the ball handle and how good he's able to handle those switches. I like Vanderbilt over one and a half steals and blocks at plus 112. I will absolutely take a sprinkle on that. So that's all I have for you today. I have three plays. What's that? Four plays. That's four plays. Yeah, that'll be four plays. All right, so four plays on the docket today. We have the first half for the Milwaukee Bucks, minus four and a half. We have the Bucks team total over 113 and a half. We have Bobby Portis. Whenever they release his points prop, I will be taking his points prop. I anticipate it being at like 10 and a half. So uh, that, but I'll be taking his points prop whenever they drop that. And then we have Jaron Vanderbilt over one and a half steals and blocks at plus 112. All right. If you're not already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Hardwood Culture Podcast. Follow along with us. We've been we've been having a great NBA playoffs. Tell a friend, tell a friend of a friend. Like let everybody know, hey, this guy's been he's been dropping some gems for the playoffs. And so 
we've been having a pretty good pretty good run let's keep it going and keep it going into the next round as teams start to be figured out for because over the course of this week we'll know you know second round matchups we'll have another futures episode i'm sure and we'll get out here and put some more futures because we've been we did pretty good we cleaned up in the philadelphia series we're still waiting on sacramento plus one and a half and on the NBA Game Podcast, I still got my Phoenix Suns future of minus two and a half, I believe. So, or we could still cash that as well. So, let's let's and the Hawks. I still got the Hawks plus two and a half as well. So, you know, let's see let's see how we do in the futures race. But we'll definitely do some more futures for the next round. I'm not really a championship future. I don't like going that far. I'll do round by round futures, but I don't like, you know, trying to reach out for. I I, I like my money and I want it now. So. All right. Appreciate everybody for listening. If you tapped in with us, if you continue to tap in with us, leave reviews, please just take a second right now and leave a review. Really, really looks good on my part, but appreciate everything and everybody. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way when ending podcast. So I'm just going to end it like this. We are out of here. Before Shopify, were you wondering where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.